approximately 800,000 people die by suicide. That means every 40 seconds, someone kills themselves. And for every person that is successful killing themselves, there's 20 others that tried to kill themselves and were unsuccessful. And there's thousands more that are seriously contemplating suicide, following the impulse to escape from the despair of living in this world as a human being. So the great lie of suicide is that it ends your suffering permanently. And this is a great lie. Suicide is a way of ending your body, killing your body. But you are not killed in the process because you have a body but you are not your body you're simply not your body so who are you who are you really this is the question that stops the mind So is suicide an effective way to end your suffering? Is it a good solution? Will it end your suffering? No, it will not. Suicide virtually guarantees that you will be stuck on the karmic wheel of suffering for centuries. Suicide might provide you with temporary relief from the physical nature of suffering, but it perpetuates your suffering for many centuries if not eons. There is a huge consequence. Karmic law dictates there is a huge consequence for prematurely ending your life. So if you're listening to this and you're seriously considering suicide, stop. Stop everything. Stop drinking. Stop using drugs. Stop running, hiding, lying. And just be still. And listen carefully. This is no ordinary podcast. It is a transmission of light that can transform you from within if you are willing to stop everything.
and you can reach out for help. There's plenty of help out there. If you feel this agonizing, overwhelming feeling of despair that you just can't go on anymore, stop. So we move through life and things happen that we're not expecting really painful things. If you're a veteran, a military veteran, and you've seen combat, you've seen horrific things, things that the rest of us can barely imagine except through film, imitations of war. But the actual physical experience of war is something completely different because it's multi-sensory. The heartbreak of losing a friend that's blown up right in front of you, or perhaps if you're listening to this, you've lost both your legs in an IUD explosion. Your face has been burned off. You're missing an eye. And naturally this evokes a profound sense of loss and despair that we call post-traumatic stress syndrome. And the pain of that is a, an ongoing remembrance on a physical and emotional level of a traumatic event. And you might not have been in a war, but you're experiencing the war of life, the war inside of you, the war with your own mind. And the pain of that causes you to reach for a bottle of liquor or drugs to escape the pain, to escape the anxiety, to escape the memories of events that just haunt you again and again and again. So if suicide doesn't solve this problem of despair, because it's like running headlong into an invisible wall, everything is moving in your life and then suddenly you hit this wall of despair, of hopelessness, the feeling like you just can't go on. You can't deal with it anymore. The world is crazy. You look out at the world and it's crazy what's happening. The news is filled with nothing but negativity. The little flashes of light here and there. So if you're looking to the world to solve your suffering, to end your suffering, it will not end your suffering. It only exasperates it because the world is constantly changing. People come, people go. Buildings come, buildings go. There's moments of peace and longer periods of war. 
the violence of war, the horror of war, which can trigger PTSD. You're reliving again and again the trauma of war. It's a nightmare. And you want to escape from the nightmare. You want to permanently end your suffering. And the lie is that suicide does that for you, and it does not. It perpetuates suffering through the law of karma. It is the ripple effect, right, that affects your family and friends and even acquaintances. When you suddenly, prematurely end your life, there is the ripple effect of heartbreak, intense heartbreak. And the law of karma is that you must atone for that heartbreak. So this is the cycle of birth and death, birth and death, the law of karma. The wasteland of samsara, the great wandering through lifetimes upon lifetimes of suffering. So the question is, how... Do you end your suffering without killing your body? How do you end suffering permanently? And it requires a radical shift in consciousness from how you perceive yourself in the world a radical shift from an exterior perspective to an interior perspective. From a mental perspective to a heart perspective. But it begins with stop. If you've made up your suicide plan and you've already decided how you're going to do it, where you're going to do it, forget that plan, throw it in the garbage. It's a lie. It won't do anything to end your suffering. It only makes it worse. So this radical shift of consciousness is possible for you and for everyone. You have to really begin to notice what's going on in your mind. This horror story that's unfolding in your mind that has pushed you up against that invisible wall of despair so hard, you're ready to end it all. Maybe you're drowning in financial debt. Maybe you've been betrayed by your best friend. 
or you've been betrayed by the government. And you're in this process of blaming everyone for your misery. So you have to stop. You have to recognize that this conversation is going on in your head and stop giving it your attention. Your attention feeds the story. Your attention has a tremendous power, an unseen power within you, the life force. And when you give your attention to the mind and the story unfolding in your mind, then eventually you run into the invisible wall of despair and hopelessness, frustration, the feeling you cannot take another step. And this is the moment the heart is calling to you to stop paying attention to the story of your mind, to the physicalness of your body. Stop paying attention to everything that you feel and think and turn, radically turn within your heart, not your physical heart, but just to the right of your physical heart. There is a place where you feel I am me. And that extends instantly to your body. I am this body. I am so and so. And this is where I live. And this is my horrible life experience and the reason why I want to kill myself. So you stop all that. And you say, who is this me? Where does this me arise from? Now, if you're suffering from depression, you're doing a lot of drugs and drinking, you have to stop that first. Because what I'm talking about is the ultimate solution that does permanently end suffering. It eternally ends suffering. It's known as enlightenment, moksha, liberation, eternal salvation, redemption, these are words that we've heard throughout our lives. But the real salvation is within you. You can radically shift your attention into this heart center. It is a vortex of energy that will pull you deep inside to the realm of peace, happiness, love, light. This is the nature of salvation, happiness beyond all ideas of happiness, love beyond all ideas of love. You are love. But the direct physical experience of this love is beyond comprehension, and there are no words that can actually describe it. The love that we think of is 
like scratching the surface of the entire universe, right? This love is way beyond human comprehension. This peace is way beyond human comprehension. Until you shift your attention to the heart through ancient, powerful yogic practices. So it's immediate. You can give your attention to your heart right now and experience peace, love, contentment. You can experience a rush of emotion. You give your attention to the heart and a lot of sadness can come from the depths and you find yourself sobbing uncontrollably. Let that release happen. Let that emotion come out. Don't suppress it. Meet it. Welcome it. And then stop again. So there's this immediacy of a radical shift in consciousness. And then there is the work of yoga right, these ancient yogic practices. And when you embrace these yogic practices, which are very simple, and anyone can do these practices, there is an energy vibration that starts removing, it removes the story that haunts you. It literally eradicates it from your electromagnetic field, your life force. It's removed, permanently removed. This part takes time. So you have to be willing to stop and go in to meet yourself where you are. And then allow the power that's there to remove all this negativity that's clouding your judgment. And this is a great lie. This is an egoic lie. An impulse to escape is an ego lie. Oh, well, if you just kill yourself, that will end all your problems. No. It exasperates your problems exponentially, right? Things get far worse. And then you have to come and atone for that again and again and again and again. This is the cycle of rebirth, the ancient horrifying ocean of samsara, the great wandering from lifetimes through lifetimes upon lifetimes of suffering. So the permanent end, the gateway is within you. The challenge is to become established in that through the ancient yogic practices which anyone can apply and then get the support to apply those practices and get the support you might need to really confront your depression therapy, medications maybe, but mostly therapy. 
and a shift in consciousness. So this shift in consciousness ignites a holy, sacred fire within you. And it's that Shakti energy that burns through this story that is haunting you, whatever the story is. And everybody has their reasons for prematurely ending their life. But ask anyone who was really standing on the cliff or standing on the Golden Gate Bridge ready to jump off and they stopped. Something stopped them or someone stopped them. A police officer stopped them. And their whole life turned around and things started happening that they never even anticipated. And they were like, thank God I didn't do it. Thank God I didn't jump off the cliff. And if you've been disfigured in a war, you've lost your arms and your leg and you're feeling hopeless and and it's unimaginable for most of us what that is like. But who you are is eternal. You are not that face that was burned away or those legs that were chopped off by a bomb. That's not who you are. You are this eternal presence of love that is alive in your heart. And you are worth living. It is worth it to live through this whatever you're facing, to push through the wall of despair, which is this ego screen, this ego solution. This attempt to escape doesn't work. So then you stop. And you go into the heart, you discover the energy that you are, the life force that you are, this vast presence. And the more you really realize that there's so much more to life than your physical body and your emotions and your reactions and the people that are constantly coming and going, the changing nature of life, you're not any of that. And lasting happiness is in your heart. It is not in the world. You will never find it in the world. Moments of happiness, maybe, when your desire is fulfilled. What makes you happy is the fulfillment of your desire. If you desire a brand new motorcycle, you get it, you're happy. Because the desire for the motorcycle has been fulfilled. That's what produces the happiness. So you have to start to get more intimately aware of how your mind works and then stop by giving your attention to that which is always already stopped in your heart, the stillness of pure, intelligent presence. Your mind arises from heart, not your brain. Your brain does not think. Your body does not think. Who thinks? Who thinks suicide is a good solution? Who is this who? Who is this me 
that you think you are. It's this shift, this radical shift to questioning the me that opens the gateway to your eternal freedom. That means the permanent end of all forms of suffering. The permanent end of all forms of suffering is within you. And only you can stop and turn your attention inward and get the support and the understanding of how to apply very simple yogic teachings that anyone can do at any time and anywhere. You don't need anything special. You don't need a special meditation room or anything like that. It's available to you here and now. Eternal freedom, your salvation is within your own heart. So in this moment, if you are in that place of total despair, maybe even spiritual despair, that you've been on the spiritual journey for a while and it doesn't seem to be working, I say stop, stop everything. Don't give up. Don't give up on life. The greatest gift you can have is a human birth. Don't squander it. Don't throw it away because of some story swirling around in your head or that your body has been severely damaged. You've lost your your ability to walk. You've lost your mobility. You've lost your health. You've lost your eyesight. You've lost your arms or your legs. You've lost, you're paralyzed and you can't move. Don't give up on life. Embrace life as it is. And so part of this radical shift is radical acceptance. Radical acceptance of what is. And you might be in that situation where you lost an arm or a leg or both legs or all your arms and legs or your face was burned off and it's really, really rough. And that is rough. Or maybe you don't have any physical scars at all, but you saw your best friend blown up. And this is happening right now in the Ukraine. The war, another war, and the horror of war, the hell of war is unfolding again. So stop the war inside because it's the war inside that leads you down the dark tunnel of thinking suicide is the solution. And it's a very dark tunnel. So stop. Be still. And know that there is this light within you, this energy within you that can permanently end all forms of suffering. All forms of suffering. And in the pure presence of your heart.
permanent end of suffering is available to you here and now. But you have to be first willing to stop. Stop running. Stop hiding. Stop lying to yourself. Stop. Throw out that suicide plan. Forget it. Get rid of the gun. Throw it away. It's not going to solve your problem. The mind lives on. So you must overcome the power of your mind to cause suffering. This is the nature of liberation. Is to focus, learn to focus on the heart always. Always continuously and this is possible for everyone this radical shift and it begins with this sacred holy word stop stop everything stop believing what you think stop believing the story whatever happened no matter horrific that it might have been in this moment it is no longer real it happened in the past. And in this moment, it's not happening. It's only in your memory, which is very powerful. The brain has no concept of time. The brain has no concept of time and doesn't think. <laughs> right? So when you really think about that, then you can start to see through the illusion of the horror of your story that repeats again and again, that makes you think that there's no way out. The only solution is to kill yourself. It's not a solution. Don't do it. Shift your attention to the peace in your heart. If you need help to stop doing the drugs and the alcohol, reach out to someone and ask for help. Have the humility to say, you know, I can't do this anymore. I'm not making it. I need help. Stop and ask for help. Help is available, but you have to ask. And don't base it on your, your past experiences. Well, I reached out once before and this happened. Forget all that. Whatever happened in the past is dead. It's dead. Stop dragging the dead bodies around. Let them go. Give your attention. Shift your attention. You can do this. Shift your attention to the heart where the peace is. And then learn to focus on that heart center. And the more you practice, just like anything, like if you play basketball, you, you, the more you practice, the better you get. The more you practice these ancient, very simple yogas and you focus on the heart, then it becomes second nature, it becomes continuous realization. At first, there's a dramatic shift. You might not have even been aware of your heart, right? You're so focused on the negative story in your mind, you're not even focused on your heart. So you focus on the heart. That's the first shift when you stop. Radical shift to heart. What is in my heart? 
Then you slide through that gateway again and again through practice. And then you become one pointed. Your focus is on heart, regardless of what's unfolding, which is the pure presence, an unseen, indescribable presence of love beyond human comprehension, beyond human love. This love of the universe is within you. Peace beyond all ideas of peace. Happiness and contentment beyond all ideas of happiness and contentment is alive within you. And you can directly realize this for yourself when you are willing to stop Throw everything out. Throw the story out, the plans out. Throw everything out and learn to focus on that heart center. And it can be something as simple as, I am. I am. Just repeat that, those two words, I am. Don't fill in the blank, I am, and then fill in the blank. No, just I am, over and over again. Just say that one thing over and over again. I am. Take a deep breath in. I am. I am. Right? This shifts your attention into the heart center, which is just to the right of your physical heart. This is the gateway to peace, the gateway to eternal salvation. This is the narrow gate that Jesus talked about. Go through the narrow gate of your own heart into the realm of peace, happiness, love. You are love. You are peace. You're not this horror story unfolding in your mind. You're not the disfigured body. You're none of that. Who you are is eternal. Who you are is unending bliss, freedom, and happiness. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti Om.